across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Yes, Audible, the way to learn and listen to books without having to turn a page. Uh, Audible's awesome. I've always been a big fan. I always have several books on Audible that I'm listening to or getting ready to listen to after the next one is done. Right off the bat, I've got a great book for you to listen to. It's called The Surrender Experiment. It's by Mickey Singer, and it's changed my life. It really has. At, at first, I was unsure about it. I thought it might be too spiritual for me, but it really wasn't spiritual at all. It was, but it wasn't. It, uh, this guy's built a company with thousands and thousands of employees, and he's used a different way to make decisions throughout his life, and it's benefited him. And I've actually tried it recently, and it's it's affected me, and it's, it's working well. So highly recommend Surrender Experience, Mickey Singer. Michael Singer. Check it out. Just go. You can listen to this book for free, actually, as a listener of this show by getting a free 30-day membership to Audible. All you got to do is go to audio.hybendigital.com. That's audio.hybendigital.com. This episode is brought to you by Rebus University. Yes, Rebus University, the home of the Certified Listing Agent course. Many people taking the Certified Listing Agent course, you will never, ever lose a listing again. If you take this course over and over and you ingrain this stuff into your head, that is certainly our goal, I should say. And I got a $100 off coupon for you at hybendigital.com backslash discount. That's hybendigital.com backslash discount there. You could also sign up for the coming CTA course, which is a certified team agent with Jeff Cohn at Omaha, Nebraska. If you're interested in getting a super discount on that, because I need some beta testers on that course. And if you beta test it, I'll give you 50% off. So if you want to get on the beta list, go to rebusuniversity.com backslash courses backslash CTA. I'll repeat that rebusuniversity.com backslash courses backslash CTA for the certified beta tester list of the certified team agent course. Okay, Rockstar Nation, what a week we had last week. Man, listen, if you didn't hear last week's episode, you got to go back and listen to them. 417, 416, 415, those are the episode numbers. Amanda Howard out of Nashville, Tennessee, 140% values of what they were in 2008 and rising. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's well broken through the peak. Very interesting what's happening there in Nashville. Love Kim and James, again, raising the bar on what is expected out of agents and what is normal out of agents by helping actually people move and paying out of their pockets to remodel their houses all as part of the deal with no extra commission to the seller. Crazy stuff. And so I hope you like those as much as I did. This week, today, Chris Waters. Man, 
Chris has, has got some dynamite stuff in the works as we talk about on the show. He's offered to let me start a, a list of people who would be interested in, you know, his backend system once he's finished building it. And so here's the link, hybendigital.com backslash early bird. That's hybendigital.com backslash early bird. Write that down, hybendigital.com backslash early bird. Get on the list. Damien Lupo on Wednesday, man, this guy... He is not afraid to come on the show and just be buck naked, basically, with with what has happened to him in his real estate life. This is a guy that basically went crazy with the cheese whiz when the when the market was rising, became a multi, multi, multi millionaire and lost every cent of it. And there is lessons to be learned in this because it had it was basically within the past decade it wasn't it wasn't 40 years ago that this story happened it all happened fairly recently so you want to check out uh wednesdays uh he was definitely so willing to share and then i got dan holt from uh, springfield missouri on friday great episode there uh he is he, he's a killer agent out in missouri and uh doing some really neat stuff so anyways enjoy the episode today enjoy this week's please keep subscribing to me on itunes thank you for all that have already done it i think i got like 14 more between last time i asked and now and also please leave a five star review my goal is to hit 200 reviews in the next six months we're at about 126 so it's very important that I get to 200. Once I get to 200, it puts me in an elite level. I'm able to get uh, even better guests for you guys on the show for your listening pleasure. So thank you so much and uh, thank you in advance and rock out this week, guys. Talk soon. Okay, Rockstar Nation. Boy, we have a great returning guest today. I got Chris Waters from Chris Waters International on the line. And Chris is knocking things dead in Texas and uh, making a lot of noise there. And he was on the show way back when we first started. And uh, I've been trying to get him back ever since. And he's uh, obliged us with some of his time today to come back and talk about all kinds of new and exciting things that didn't even exist in his business uh, when we first talked. So get your papers and pencils ready because we got some serious meat and potatoes to go over today. So Chris, how you been, buddy? Hey, Pat. It's great to be on here. I'm doing wonderful, man. Thank you for having me. You're a uh, tremendous asset to the real estate community with all the content you're throwing out there and helping educate lots and lots of real estate agents across the United States. So thank you for all that you do. Hey, you're welcome. So why don't you give our audience a little bio on you, Chris, so they can get to know you better? Sure. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So I um, I took a very long path to find success in real estate. Um, I'm I, uh, originally from uh, Austin, Texas, and uh, grew up here my whole life. Uh, moved around different suburbs around the Austin area. Graduated from high school here in Austin. I, I moved away once. I moved to upstate New York my freshman year of college and uh, hated it. I froze my, my butt off and came back to Texas. But did my freshman year of college up in in New York. I did an internship in New York. Learned a great deal about entrepreneurship and marketing and building a business. And then uh, came back to Austin. Uh, graduated from college here, 
And I had a lawn mowing business that paid my way through college. And I was uh, getting a degree in uh, finance. And one of my customers, you know, had, had been through the ups and downs of the corporate ladder of the finance industry and recommended to me to get into real estate. He had a, a team at uh, Keller Williams. And so when I graduated, you know, I was going on all these job interviews and in the finance world and decided to, to get into real estate. I had a uh, fascination with marketing and, you know, sales in general. And so I thought the uh, real estate industry would kind of scratch my, my itch, if you will, in that entrepreneurial journey. And so I joined a team at KW uh, almost 10 years ago. And uh, actually, it'll be 10 years this, this December. And I was there for about four months, uh, sold quite a few houses. And so this was at uh, 2006, 2007. And internet lead generation, that's when things really started picking up with internet lead generation. And that was my primary source of leads back then. And I was just crushing, crushing internet lead gen. You know, it was a lot more effective back then, not as much competition. Obviously, you know, Zillow and Trulia and all those things weren't even, you know, a talking point. And so was there three, four months and very, you know, a very arrogant 21, 22 year old. And I had, that's what I heard. (laughs) I had had a very, I I mean, I had a great team leader, but he was, you know, constantly telling me to stay focused. And I have a great, (laughs) I I have a great appreciation for that now, but then, you know, I was way too ego driven, you know, at 21, 22 and, you know, I was going to all these uh, Keller Williams classes and getting immersed in, you know, the different educational topics we all try to learn and master. And so everything I was I was learning and reading told me I needed to get listings. And so I was a buyer's agent on his team. And, you know, I, I got really tired of him telling me that it was harder than I thought to get listings and that uh, I needed to stay focused on the buy side. And so at about four months in, I was like, screw it. I'm wait a minute, show- wait a minute. So you're, you know, I, I was going to ask you who it was, but I won't now. So this person told you, focus on buyers, leave the listings to me because you can't handle it, essentially. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I get it, you know, like, I mean, it's, it, it, I- it is harder. But again, you know, one of the things I try to emphasize on this show is you may have some cash flow to to buy new shoes and purses and cars and stuff with by doing buyers but you will not build wealth with a buyer-based business i mean listings is the name of the game and and if you really want to make money and save money and and build wealth uh you need to get in you need to be a listing agent period so here's a sure. guy telling you, Chris, you can't do it. So you set out and you say, I'm going to prove you wrong. And, and, and so what happened that first year when you went out and said, I am a listing agent? Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it was a, it was a, I wish I could say this part of the story was a success story, but, um, you know, one weekend I just started picking up the phone, cold calling expires and withdrawals. And I, um, uh, got, went on an appointment that day and got a listing signed turned it in on a Monday and basically quit. And so I, um, and I told him to keep the listing. I was, I was just, you know, 21, 22 arrogant, you know, just way too ego driven at that point in my life. And, uh, I joined a, um, uh, a boutique real estate shop just to I apologize, just to back up a little tangent, Pat, I couldn't agree with you more. Like it's, you know, building your listing inventory. That's the key to, you know, um, sustainability, building a big business. And, um, uh, one thing I will say is, though, I think something I've learned just from my 
you know, fallen on my face enough times is that, you know, if you think about your career trajectory in real estate and like the different core competencies you have to master to be very successful in this industry, it is, it does make a lot of sense to start out, you know, with buy deals and get, you know, one, two, three dozen buy deals under your belt because it, it kind of exposes you to the market. You kind of understand all the different areas of town, for example, if, you, if you're not familiar with that market. So you gain that market knowledge, you get some experience on pricing and, you know, and the contracts, like going through contracts. And it does make you more confident on a listing because you can answer a lot of questions that a, a seller may throw at you. Um, like what's a buyer going to think about this or what's a buyer think about that? And so I think from a career trajectory place, it, perspective, it makes a lot of sense to start on the buy side, but for sure, long-term success is going to be built on the listing side. So anyways, I have a great appreciation now for what he was trying to do for me at the point at that point in time. So I can't talk bad about the guy. He's an unbelievable guy. And, uh, you know, I can only, only, only speak positively about, about him. So anyways, I, um, I joined a boutique shop after that and um, I got totally derailed. I had somebody introduce me to the oil and gas industry and oil and gas in 2007 was trading at like 13 bucks in MCF. It's now trading at $3 in MCF, so literally almost 400% higher. It was a boom in 2007, 2008. And so I, I, I basically left the real estate industry to, uh, and got into oil and gas leasing, was meeting landowners and mineral rights owners and getting oil and gas leases. Like I said, my success is it's been a long, uh, long journey of trying to find it. Yeah. Uh, so now, but, now you have your own company, right? Yeah. I've got my own real estate company now after basically uh, I, oil and gas industry crashed in 2009. I stopped doing that. Um, I opened a bar and restaurant in 2009. That was a, a disaster. And, um, and, Jeez. and, you're, and you're, you are, you're, you're ADD big time, uh, worse than me almost. It sounds you know, like, but so, okay. What? So take me forward here. We are, you know, here we go. We're, you've been, you've been at the real estate focus game five, six, seven years now. Once you got out of this other crap you were dealing with, what, like, what are you doing now? Like, first of all, how many houses did you and your team sell last year, Chris? Uh, last year, our team in Austin sold uh, 493 homes. Okay, so let me stop you there. So here you are, you know, you did all kinds of crap, and, and then you finally start focusing. All of a sudden, in, in a short period of time, you're doing almost 500 units. Okay, so first off, what is your, uh, what is your GCI, or as I like to say, your ECI, your ego commission income off, <laughs> the, off that uh, 500 units? So we did just shy of 130 million in sales on 493 units, and um, our GCI was just a hair under four million. Okay, so let's say the 3.8 million bucks. What's your net profit? So we're we're operating at a so last year we operated at a at a 27 percent uh, net profit. Okay, so basically a million dollars. So you're netting a million dollars. And uh, that's nice. And, and, and obviously, everybody listening wants to net a million dollars. And, and you're, here you are doing it in a very short period of time. What is your role? What do you do every day? So I'll be honest. Like I, I've, uh, it took me a long time to figure that out. Like The last two years has been about me figuring out where can I add the most value. And in the early years, it was about doing deals, building the team, getting as many listings as possible. 
And so I, I got to be honest, something I, I am not in Keller Williams anymore. I'm, I'm independent. I was actually only at KW for, for three to four months. I have mad respect for Gary Keller and the KW organization. Um, and, and something they've, they used to have was this class called Recruit Select. And there's an acronym and it's R-S-T-L-M. And that, that is literally what I spend 80% of my time on now. It's recruiting, selecting, and then um, training, leading, and motivating key leadership That's on awesome. our, our organization. So I, I love that. And I've talked to some other people. You know, it reminds me of Mickey Pascarella in, in Philadelphia. Basically, he set out in the beginning to do nothing but uh, hire people. And then uh, the byproduct of that was training people. So basically, you're a, a recruiter a um, hirer and a trainer and that's it and you make a million dollars doing that which i love let's talk about some nitty-gritty right you don't get to 500 units by you know osmosis so where are the leads coming from that are turning into the sales so we're pretty um, split 50 50 between buyers and sellers and on the um, on the buy side, our number one lead source is sign calls. We use the LP Mama script, something Bob Corcoran and uh, Corcoran Coaching talks about. Yep, so and guys, like, if you don't know the LP Mama, L stands for location. P stands for price. M stands for motivation. A stands for. Are you or, working uh, with an agent? Okay. Yep, and. Uh, M stands for motivation. How quickly are you looking to get into home? And is there another M? The, the last, the last A is set the appointment. LP Mama. Okay, M A M A. Set the appointment. So guys, uh, uh, rewind that uh, and 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 write it down if you don't already know that script. So, so you guys just barrel in with the LP Mama. I love how you, uh, you know, fifty percent of your deals are listings. Uh, it means you're listing focused. A lot of large teams are starting to lose their grip on that. And I see them going 65-35 with 65 buyers, 60-40. And it's fleeting. So, you know, do everything you can to try to hold on to that grasp of 50-50. Now, let's go to the other side. What are you doing to get 250 listings or probably more, probably 400 listings a year if you're settling 250? So tell me about that. Yep. So um, we're doing, I mean, down the list, we've got radio, TV, billboards, newspapers, believe it or not. We do different online ads targeting sellers. And then we also prospect expireds with drawings and for sale by owners. Wow. I, I heard a guy say one time, everything works, nothing doesn't. And that's certainly kind of what uh, your philosophy too. You're doing everything. Do you know what you're spending on marketing every month? So uh, last year, um, we spent we were averaging about between forty five to fifty thousand a month. Okay, so six fifty grand, yeah, six hundred grand a, a year, uh, which makes sense if you're doing all that stuff. So okay, so let's talk a little bit about the systems that you built 
so that you could leverage the training part of it. I mean, you, you, we were talking offline before we started recording about how basically, you know, as the number one trainer and then, and the, and for your company, and that's your, like you said, 80% of your time is spent doing that and recruiting, you uh, needed to leverage that. And uh, one way that you did that was you created a video course, an online course only for your team to get the agents trained and uh, from day one to 10 sales a month, if that is what they're going to do. So tell me about uh, what went into building that and what each agent has to do with regards to that. Yep. So we have an online training platform. It's probably a primitive version of University of Phoenix online. And basically we looked at all the different core competencies you have to master in real estate. So you know, one of the very first ones is inside sales, getting really good with scripts and objection handling on the phone when you're prospecting and when you're also taking inbound calls. So we have a whole, we have a, a, a module just on inside sales and the different scripts that you utilize depending on the lead source, for example, and then objection handlers and things like that. Uh, we have another um, module on buyer agency mastery. So, you know, how, how to, how to uh, do a buyer presentation. Uh, and the, pr- the process that involves how to, for example, we have a, another module on transactions, like how to actually walk people through how to fill out a contract. We used uh, Camtasia and did a screen share session and we walked through the contracts and do like mock contracts and people can watch these online and, and learn and, you know, help, help themselves as they're getting ready to write an offer. So that's one piece. We have another module over listing agency mastery same deal, going through the listing presentation, objection handling. Um, we've got a bunch of videos and all those modules where we have a um, like a mock setup where it's like a video and you can it's like a role play session uh, for the inside sales course, for the buyer agency course, and for the listing agency course. And then um, our the one we've added recently is we've added one on expansion and expansion model for our for our expansion partners that um, we're helping grow and build a team outside of Austin. Wow, that's amazing. And we've had other people on the on the on the show. Chantel Ray from Virginia Beach comes to mind who who have put hours and hours and and massive amounts of energy into these training, online training for their own agents. And the and the you know the the concern of them is you know because I've asked Chantel, I said, man, you should share this with everybody and and other people that have been on the show. I've wanted them to share, but of course, it is a private thing, and you don't want all your competition getting it, or maybe you're not concerned about that. Now, have you ever considered? That, I mean, I'm creating, you know, I have this Rebus University. I'd love to be able to share other agents team building courses with people from across the world so they could use it to kind of a plug and play with their team. Have you ever considered, you know, take, yeah, allowing other people other than your people? Or is that a concern? You know, it's funny. At first, I think I had a limiting belief about it, wanting to share all of our stuff, but, um, you know, we kind of had an aha. And I think a lot of people know who we are in Texas, but on a national level, not that many people do. And so we, we, you know, we would, we want to build brand awareness in the real estate industry outside of Texas. And so oddly enough, um, in the next 90 days, we will begin releasing to the, to the general um, public of real estate agents, if you will, we'll be releasing to them all of these proprietary courses that we've used to share with um, our, our agents, so 
the same stuff my listing agents, which by the way, my listing agents on average sell over 100 houses a year. So my, my, all the stuff my listing agents go through to help them sell over 100 homes a year, um, we're going to be uh, putting a course out there on that. I've got um, uh, a buyer. I have buyer agents on my team that are selling north of 75 homes. I have inside sales. I have an inside sales agent that are setting 120 to 140 appointments a month. We're going to be sharing courses on how how he does that and and the scripts and everything he uses. And then we're also going to be releasing some courses on the different things you've got to master to build a team and do it really quickly. Like you mentioned, it, it took me less than four years to get to almost 130 million in sales. And to be honest, I think somebody could do it a lot faster. Um, I, I have a terrible habit of chasing these shiny objects, have you, as you've noted uh, from hearing my past. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You listened to that piece of advice that the guy told you your first month in the business, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah exactly. Stay focused. Yeah. Stay focused. Yeah. Well, th- this is really cool. This is enlightening. And we'll talk offline. I'll, uh, maybe I'll, what I'll do is I'll put your course on my rebusuniversity.com site and uh, so people can uh, look at it and and see it on then, but that, that's a lot of exciting stuff, and that's uh, in the future there. But absolutely, let's uh, let's continue to talk about this. So, um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about expansion because you know I've had um, several of the guys on from the Five Door Team, uh, Five Doors Team, and, they, and they've got over a million dollars in research. Let's call it basically research is getting your head kicked in and doing it the right, finding out the right way to do it uh, by learning the wrong way to do it. I've had, you know, Kinder Reese on uh, several times. Uh, Kristen Cole has been on and, and uh, she was quite candid about, you know, how many people are actually making uh, jackpot money on it. And by jackpot money, I mean, Hey, you know, I, I would say any, uh, you know, half a million dollars plus, up to a million, $2 million. If you could net that kind of how like you're doing in Austin, I mean, that's the, that's, that would be the Mecca of, of an expansion team. Can someone with an expansion team actually make a, a crap load of money is, is what everybody's been wanting me to ask the different guests that come on and talk about expansion. So I want you to address that. Have have you found a way where someone could do an expansion team and be beyond a mediocre uh, agent and a mediocre team? Yeah, absolutely. So I think I think um, it's very doable and there's there's definitely a lot of things you have to have in place. Um, I mean, it, it's it's a whole new it's a whole new uh, step. Something you're not going to read about in in any book or hear anybody um, kind of educate you on through like some kind of coaching service. But essentially, what what we're doing is we we we're look. I would I would love to say we have this like perfectly down and it's everything's just scientifically proven and you know we have down to a science. Um, we're testing a couple different things. But uh, the truth is, I mean, both of our teams, which are we're doing two different things with each one, um, are two different expansion teams. Both of them are doing extremely well. They're making a lot of money. And um, those expansion partners are in a role where they will easily scale to half a million dollars a year. Profit. Profit. So how old are they? How old are your two expansion teams? So my, I have one um, that's located in a city three hours north of Dallas, mm-hmm. and it's a year and a half, uh, a, about a, a little less than a year and a half old, and um, it's it's on trajectory to where next year 
that it should hit half a million dollars in net income. So where's it at after 18 months? Um, it'll finish at 300,000 net income this year. Net income. Yep. Okay. That's, that's, that's great. I mean, anybody that wants to make 300,000 net income in, in say, let's say two years, that's a great model. And the person that's running that, what were they making before they took on the Chris Waters international expansion? So she was a very successful agent in her own right. She was doing, you know, 40 to 50 transactions and um, was was around 150. So, I mean, literally in her first year with us, um, she almost doubled her income, uh, implementing some of the uh, pro- system, lead generation systems, the processes. She also is able to leverage our hub here in Austin to help with certain things. Um, you know, we've like you were talking about the five door guys. I mean, we, we invested ourselves close to a million dollars wow. and putting, putting in the infrastructure in place to be able to make this happen. So, uh, for example, like one of the challenges in the real estate industry, a lot of people have is, you know, there's the top producer platform, there's a the boomtown platform, you got the mojo dialer, you got, um, Vulcan, you got all these different platforms that do all these different things. And then you have a lack of reporting, you know, your QuickBooks for your accountant, right. That doesn't sync up with your system. Like none of your, none of your, you know, if you're running the team model and you've got top producer and you got Boomtown, well, top producer and Boomtown don't really talk. And so the communication with your internal team is very challenging. So what, what we had, to, we spent over, you know, we spent two years building this online training platform to have a scalable solution for our expansion partners to be able to supplement training, to be able to help with the onboarding of, of team members. So we had to do that. That took two years. And then we spent a year and a half building out uh, Salesforce and it's been, it's, you know, we worked with a, a developer, we hired a Salesforce administrator and I mean, just did all kinds of crazy coding to basically take all the features and benefits of all these different platforms and put them all under one roof so that we had the reporting and could create real time transparency for myself and the expansion partner to be able to make sure all the team members are on board. Not to mention, you know, for example, we, we have a lead go into Salesforce and it stays in Salesforce from the the point of contact when the lead is generated to the point of it being closed and being connected to QuickBooks. So that entire that entire process is tracked underneath the Salesforce roof. And so all that had to be put in place. And you know, I had to I had to pay a lot of a lot of very high level people to put this stuff in place. Um, I, I obviously couldn't do all this myself. So you know we have a whole team of leadership that's in charge of different um, different things at our hub. So, for example, we have a, a CTO, we have a CFO, we have a, an onboarding, training, and development um, person on staff full time that helps with like agent ramp up, adding courses to our online training platform, and then we have somebody that oversees the the sales side, so inside sales, lead gen, you know, managing all of our databases, making sure leads are being followed up with, um, you know, all those things. And then um, we've also got somebody that oversees the backend operations for transaction management. So we had to put this kind of cer- this I, we called our leadership circle. We had to put this leadership circle in place to be able to kind of build up all of these core competencies. You know, every single big business that you know is a Fortune 500 company has in place. You know, we had to go out and put that in place in order to be able to have our expansion teams be able to leverage the hub and um, you know for them to be able to find success and do it very quickly. Yeah, and obviously, and and to make it worth their while, right? I mean, because she's making a buck fifty on her own net, 
And she's figuring, hey, you know, I'm kind of happy with that. Like I said, you've got, you, she had cash flow to buy coach purses or whatever she want and felt rich, but she really wasn't building wealth until she started making 300000 and is going to make 500000 So, I mean, I mean, that's great. What about the other one? Tell me about the other one that you did. Is that uh, yeah. uh, clicking out yeah. si- uh, similar numbers? I'm super excited about our other team. It's in uh, San Antonio. And I mean, this, the guy that we have, I mean, it's all about the who having the right people. And, um, uh, I mean, just, just an incredibly, uh, driven, humble, great, great leader, um, business owner. And, um, I, honestly, I think he, he will get to a million dollar net in less than three years. Okay. I mean, so where do you find a guy like this? What, like, what was he doing prior to you hooking up with him and doing a Chris Waters international expansion? You know, it's, it's interesting. He's, um, you know, he's, he's got a, he's, he's, uh, he's 31 years old and, um, he was, um, going to be a, um, what thought it was going to be, a a doctor and got his bachelor's went on and, and, uh, was going through his doctorate program and, uh, needed to, needed to start making money. And he, you know, worked in, um, God, I, I, don't, I can't remember what he was working in some industry, having success, you know, and, and um, I don't, you know, he, I'm not sure what led him to real estate, but something, I, I don't remember exactly what he said led him to real estate. Somehow he fell into real estate and um, he decided not to go the doctor route. And he worked for a small boutique brokerage in Lubbock, Texas, and um, was there uh, working as an agent for two and a half years and just absolutely crushed it. His first year, he sold 38, 39 houses calling for sale by owners in Lubbock, Texas. And so just an incredibly smart guy, very self-aware. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that, uh, you know, may follow kind of a collegiate path and, you know, just kind of be stubborn and, and stick to it and, and not be self-aware enough to go focus on something they're really going to enjoy. And so he's just a very self-aware individual, um, very, very smart, driven, um, loves helping other people, very humble. Um, so I wish I could tell you that they're easy to find, but it's definitely, um, they're, they're the, it's, it's a rare find to find somebody that's going to go implement all these processes and systems and um, kind of maintain all these core values, uh, you know, and, and that are going to be in alignment with with our organization. That's that's incredible. That's incredible. I mean, it it's, it sounds lucky, but at the same time, it's not. I mean, you got you've obviously got skills. You've already got systems. You've ever got money put into this stuff. I mean, you know it. And I'm excited. I mean, what what I'm going to do is I'm going to put uh, everything that Chris talked about today, you know, on hybendigital.com backslash Chris Waters too, because this is the second time he's been on, but Chris Waters and it's Chris, C-H-R-I-S-W-A-T-T-E-R-S, right? Two T's and Waters, Chris Waters too. And I'm going to put, you know, a link to uh, reserve a spot if you're interested in his inside system. Right now it's not ready, but it will be shortly of, uh, of training that all his agents and staff use uh, and that his expansion teams use uh, to grow so that you guys don't have to train them, so that you don't have to stand up in front of them uh, and, um, and, and do this. It's, it's brilliantly leveraged. 
I love it. I love it. So, Chris, well, let's end this call with like two books that you're telling your staff to read now or that you've read recently that you think all our listeners could uh, benefit from in, uh, in reading in the next 12 months. Well, if there's anything, anything, or if there's anything somebody can learn from my story, it's about the importance of staying focused. Because when I put my head down and I and I was super just laser focused, it was amazing how much I was able to get done in such a short period of time. And so, the book I would recommend is the one thing: read it over and over and over, and um, just keep knocking down one domino at a time. So that's the first book. And the second book I would read for anybody that's interested in building a team or even hiring their first assistant, the book I would recommend reading is called The Rare Find. The Rare Find. I love it. The Rare Find because it really is a rare find. The The common find is the one that you end up having a fire that, that doesn't work out. The Rare Find is the one that sticks around and obviously doubles their income and doubles your income like you found in your two expansion models. So, Pat, my biggest, this is the biggest golden nugget I'm going to share with anybody. Yeah, hit me. And it has to do with the Rare Find. So one of the best things you can do as part of the interview process when you're interviewing people is whatever job it is that they're interviewing for, create a, a mock setup of whatever it is they're going to be actually doing on a day-to-day basis. So for example, if you're if you're interviewing somebody for inside sales, go through all the standardized interview questions and you know, at core values and all these different things and life story if you will. Go through all those things, but the the most pivotal and most important thing you can implement is is setting up a mock inside sales environment, like actually spend 30 minutes with them, teach them the script and get them on the phone dialing and see how well they perform. And you you can ask somebody 100 questions, but the most important questions that you need answered, you most people don't know until they're actually on the job doing it. So if it's an inside salesperson, put them on the phone, listen to them on the phone. Do, do they come from a consultative question-based place or are they you know getting diarrhea of the mouth, right? Or are they getting defensive on the phone? Like those are the kind of people you wanna stay away from. You want to go after inside salespeople that are going to be really good because they come from a very consultative curiosity mindset, you know, question-based kind of uh, attitude about the whole thing. Another example is like my executive assistant. When I hire an executive assistant, I know that's a key first hire for a lot of people listening to this. I set up this crazy like 60-minute, you know, mock thing that she had to do for me. So uh, I made her find tickets to a sold-out NBA finals, Final Four game. Uh, the second thing was something accounting related. I made her do an accounting, uh, multiple accounting equations, and then I asked her to um, uh, to to research three different uh, vendors for a phone system provider, and come back to me and tell me why, and tell me which one to go with. And so, like, anyways, uh, if you get my gist, every single person you hire in your team, one of the most pivotal and most important things you can do is actually see them perform the job. Another yeah. example it might be a listing get it, agent. Get it done, yeah. I mean, get it done. Do they get it done? You know, tell them, you know, that's a huge pet peeve of mine is, you know, I hate telling people to do stuff and then have it not get done. You just got to love the person that uh, just sends you a text back that says done or on it 
You know what I mean? Exactly. That's that's all I want to know. <laughs> yep. You know. Yeah, I mean, every single position you're looking for something, you know, specific like an executive assistant, you want somebody really resourceful. So make them do tasks as part of the interview process where they would have to get resourceful and they may not have all the tools at their disposal. Oh, I see. So you tell them to do that on the interview and then you leave the room and come back. Yes, exactly. Yes, I love that. That's brilliant. Man, Another, that is that that's a that's a huge nugget. Another good one is get your when you're interviewing listing agents and buyer agents, make them give you a listing agent presentation or a buyer agent presentation and give them very little prep time with like, you know, whatever whatever material you use typically in a listing presentation or buyer presentation. Give it to them, spend half an hour with them, tell them how the process goes and then put them on the spot, make them give you a listing presentation or a buyer presentation and see how they actually perform. Some people will get diarrhea of the mouth and they just, you know, they keep talking and talking and talking. Some people just will be have more of a curiosity mindset. They'll be very consultative and that's what you want. And a good listing agent or buyer agent, somebody that comes from that curiosity mindset that doesn't get defensive, that just comes from a very question-based, you know, servant heart mindset. Those are the things you're looking for. So that's the number one nugget I can give on your show today. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, Chris, this, this has been great, buddy. Let's stay in touch. I'm going to put all of Chris's information. I'm going to put links to the sign-up sheet for his in-house processes and, and uh, best practices and, and everything as we discussed earlier on hybendigital.com backslash Chris Waters with two T's. Uh, two, the number two, where you could just go to the scroll bar and type in Chris W. You know, you're welcome to listen to the one that's two and a half years old or so, or and and uh, find out more about Chris as well. And Chris, uh, you know, I'm going to be in Austin. I know next year at some point, so we'll definitely get together and break some bread, brother. Look forward to it, man. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. This episode is brought to you by Bluehost. Check this out. If you have a website you want to host or already hosting and are probably paying too much, they have disrupted the world when it comes to hosting things inexpensively and efficiently. As little as $3.95 a month and you get a free domain name. They host over 2 million websites worldwide. Check it out, uh, listeners to this show. Very inexpensive and efficient. They can get a free domain. So I got a coupon for a free domain for you. Just go to host.hybendigital.com. That's host.hybendigital.com. Over 2 million websites hosted worldwide by Bluehost. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.